Hello, and thank you for tuning in to the Five Mastery Podcast, where our focus is on providing tools, resources, and insights that empower driven individuals to become the masters of their own financial independence journey. My name is Peter Dolisano, and today we're going to talk about what to expect when it comes to your taxes in the year ahead. Now, each year brings with it changes big and small that can affect how much you paid Uncle Sam. And so by being aware of tax changes coming down the pike, you can be better prepared to make smarter decisions with your money and pay Uncle Sam no more than necessary. That's why in today's episode, we'll discuss some of the changes coming through in the year ahead, why you may want to pay attention to gridlock on Capitol Hill, and why you should prepare now for the eventual end to some very beneficial tax breaks. So with that, let's dive into today's podcast. Each new year brings with it some form of change, especially when it comes to taxes. But let's face it, with so much going on at the start of the year, who has time to keep up with all the tax changes, right? Well, fortunately, I've been keeping an eye on some of the tax developments coming down the pike this year, so you don't have to. And what did I find? Well, beyond the usual inflation adjustments of tax brackets, deductions, and contribution limits, there are few material changes to note in 2024. Even so, constant gridlock over a seemingly never-ending budget deal on Capitol Hill, coupled with general elections later on this year, could likely complicate federal returns once again. And while we don't anticipate any meaningful tax legislation to pass in the current election cycle, certain portions of tax law are scheduled to sunset in the next couple of years, likely leading to higher taxes for many households. So then the big takeaway here is that while there are a few legislative changes to worry about this year, there are still a few steps to consider so you can take full advantage of tax changes now and into the future. All right, so as it concerns the 2024 calendar year, what are some of the changes that we should all be paying attention to when it comes to our taxes? Well, it'll start considering the annual indexing for inflation. Now, as you know, the IRS annually makes adjustments to tax brackets and contribution and deduction limits as a way to keep the tax system fair and relevant in an environment of rising prices. And here, this year is no different. Now, while we saw some notable cost of living adjustments given the high inflation rates in the past years, the same can't quite be said for the 2024 calendar year. Even so, as far as tax brackets are concerned, the marginal rates remain around where they have been in years past. There are still adjustments that have been made to income thresholds that you should be considering. More specifically for a married couple filing jointly, you can earn up to 383900 and still remain in the 24% tax bracket, which is an increase of around $20,000 from tax year 2023. Now, the standard deduction is also getting an inflation adjustment this year, with those married filing jointly getting to claim 29200 for 2024 compared to 27700 for 2023. Now, come tax time, you'll want to pay close attention to this figure because it'll help you determine whether you should itemize or just take the standard deduction. Either way, it's crucial to note that the 2024 adjustments won't apply until you file your returns in April of next year. So the 2023 figures are still relevant when you're filing this year's tax returns. All right, now shifting gears to retirement savings, the IRS also considers inflation when it comes to putting away money in your employer-sponsored plan or in your IRA. And this year, contribution limits for 401k plans and IRAs have increased by about $500. Now, what this means is that the contribution limit for your 401k rises to $23,000 from $22,500. 2023. And at the same time, IRA contribution limits have moved up to $7,000 this year from $6,500. And you still get that $1,000 catch-up contribution if you're over the age of 50. Either way, these increases allow you to save just a little more money into retirement in a tax-advantaged way, which is especially important in an environment of rising prices and rising household expenses. Now, other tax adjustments worth noting for households in higher income tax brackets include changes to the gift tax and AMT or alternative minimum tax exemptions. More specifically, the base 
basic exclusion amount for the estate tax is now well over $13,610,000. Now, keep in mind that this figure applies to taxes paid on money that you leave behind after you pass. Now, for many individuals, this estate tax will not apply to their situation, and in those cases where it does, there are still some legal means to mitigate the potential taxes before you pass away. Now, along these same lines, the annual gift tax exclusion applies to the money you give away while you're still alive, and the IRS has updated the gifting limit to $18,000 or $36,000 per couple per recipient in 2024. And finally, as far as the AMT is concerned, the phase-out limit has moved a little bit higher this year by $62,400, landing at $1,200,000 or thereabouts. Now, even if your salary is well below this limit, you'll still want to pay attention, especially if you receive stock awards from your employer. Indeed, this figure is crucial to watch if you plan to exercise stock options this year or anticipate another big equity award coming through in 2024 because it could mean paying higher taxes in certain situations when you go to take advantage of that compensation. All right, so now that you know that many inflation-related tax changes are coming down the pike, what can you do to prepare for the year ahead? Well, you can start by taking some time to get familiar with your income tax brackets. Remember, the U.S. tax system is what's called a progressive tax system. In a way, it's like the government has given you buckets ranging in size to fill up as you bring in more income. And so each bucket you fill is taxed at a certain rate, starting with the smallest bucket and rising to the largest. Now, as you earn money throughout the year, you fill up the first bucket and then the bigger bucket and so on. And so the tax you pay on each bucket is what we call your marginal tax bracket. So then with the IRS's inflation adjustments this year, what this means is that the size of each bucket is actually getting bigger this year. And that's a good thing, right? Indeed, it is a good thing because now you have more room to fill up each bucket. More specifically, this could be an opportune time to consider whether certain financial strategies like realizing capital gains on low-cost basic stocks, dealing with a concentrated stock position, or converting a traditional IRA to a Roth IRA could be an effective tax move to make in the year ahead. Now, as far as your standard deduction is concerned, here again, the 2023 rules apply for this year's return. But either way, you'll still want to start to evaluate whether it makes more sense for you to take the standard deduction or to itemize in the year ahead. And how do you go about doing this work? Well, you might be better off taking the standard deduction if your itemizable deductions are close to the standard deduction limit. Now, on the other hand, taking a standardized deduction may make less sense than itemizing if you're in a higher tax bracket, have completed a great deal of charitable giving this year, or have had a significant medical expense that you paid for out of pocket. Now, when it comes to your retirement savings, the higher contributions for a 401k plan or for your IRA offer you the chance to sock away a modestly higher amount in your qualified accounts in the year ahead, so don't give up that opportunity. Indeed, if your budget allows, consider increasing your contributions to these accounts because doing so can help you build your nest egg faster through pre-tax growth while reducing your taxable income for the year ahead. And finally, if you're a W-2 employee and anticipate the vesting of your stock awards or changes in your financial situation in the year ahead, then you may want to consider adjusting your tax withholdings or making estimated tax payments so that you can avoid a big tax surprise come next April. All right, so as we continue to look ahead to potential tax events into the coming year, another thing to keep an eye on is gridlock on Capitol Hill. Now, at this point, you might be thinking to yourself that gridlock is nothing to worry about now, so why should we be concerned about it in the future, right? Well, that's because when Congress faces delays in passing spending bills or undergoes periods of dysfunction, it can directly affect the IRS's ability to carry out its duties effectively. And one of the critical issues arising from congressional gridlock is the IRS's struggle with managing a backlog of paperwork work, including the processing of tax returns and related documents. Now, as you'll likely recall, this backlog started becoming more pronounced in 2020 as the pandemic disrupted the IRS's usual operations and was further complicated by budget cuts, a shrinking workforce, and outdated technology that the IRS has been grappling with for years. And so as a result of these challenges, taxpayers have experienced significant delays in receiving their tax refunds. At the same time, the IRS has faced challenges in responding to taxpayer letters and phone calls, further complicating the returns process. So then another government shutdown could likely throw a wrench 
into IRS operations for the coming year, assuming that Congress still can't settle on a budget deal in the weeks ahead. At the same time, last year's budget gridlock led to a cash shortfall at Treasury, resulting in the administration's use of extraordinary measures to fund operations, which ultimately included delaying refunds for some high earners. So then in light of the recent challenges facing the IRS, including delays due to budget constraints and operational issues, it's crucial now more than ever to file your returns promptly and at the same time ensure that you're not overpaying taxes in the year ahead. That's why as tax season kicks off, filing your returns early can save you some headaches down the road, especially considering the delays the IRS has experienced in processing returns. Early filing also means that your returns enter the queue sooner, potentially leading to an earlier processing of your refund or allowing you to get ahead of any potential review issues that might arise before the April 15th deadline. So again, that's why it's essential to verify that your withholdings are dialed in appropriately to ensure that you're paying no more tax than necessary and to avoid giving Uncle Sam an interest-free loan with your money. All right, so now that we've considered inflation adjustments and Capitol Hill uncertainties, the final point that you'll want to keep an eye on for the year ahead is potential long-term tax changes taking effect in the next few years. And one of the changes that you'll likely want to focus on is the upcoming sunsetting of specific provisions of the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act. Now, you'll likely recall that the Jobs Act was passed by Congress in 2017 and offered sweeping, you guessed it, tax cuts for households and businesses alike. Now, these benefits included the doubling of the standard deduction and the estate tax exclusion, a bump to child tax credits, and a reduction in the corporate tax rate among some of the changes that were introduced by the bill. Now, it's important to remember here that these tax cuts were supposed to be temporary. So then, unless Congress acts, some of the provisions of this law are expected to sunset or to go away starting in 2026. And so, what does this mean for you? Well, the expiration of these provisions likely will lead to higher tax rates for many individuals, given a decline in the standard deduction, changes in eligibility for certain tax credits, and a reduction in estate and gift tax exemptions. That's why understanding the impending sunset of the JOBS Act should be a critical component of your financial planning process in the next year. So then, as this legislation nears its expiration, what can you do to prepare for higher taxes? Well, fortunately enough, there are several strategies you could consider to optimize your current tax situation. First, start by realizing income now when tax rates might be lower. You could do this by taking a look at your current income tax levels and pay particular attention to opportunities to max out those marginal tax buckets that we talked about earlier. That's because given the potential for increased tax rates down the road, you may want to accelerate income into the present where tax rates are currently lower. And so how do you go about doing this work? Well, this could involve strategies like converting traditional IRAs to Roth IRAs, which means paying taxes now to avoid paying higher taxes in the future, while at the same time offering tax-free growth and tax-free withdrawals later on down the road. Indeed, with future higher tax rates on the horizon, contribution to Roth accounts where you pay taxes now and not later could be beneficial depending on your current situation. Now, another point to consider when it comes to future tax brackets is capital gains. That's because if you hold assets that have notably appreciated, like your concentrated employer stock position, then it might make sense now to realize some of these gains when tax rates are lower in the present. Now, this strategy known as tax gain harvesting can be especially effective if you're currently in a lower tax bracket now and expect to move higher in the future. And finally, as you plan for the upcoming year, it's crucial to consider estate planning before the Jobs Act expires at the end of 2025. Now, as we noted earlier, the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act led to a significant, albeit temporary, increase in the federal gift and estate tax exemption. Now, this move offers a rare opportunity to protect a larger portion of your money and ultimately your family's wealth from future taxes. Nevertheless, this exemption is set to revert to about $5 million adjusted for inflation after 2025. That's why utilizing estate planning strategies like Dynasty Trust or Spousal Lifetime Access Trust or SLATs and other strategies out there can help lock in these higher exemption rates now before it's too late. Either way, when it comes down to it, it's clear that change, especially when it comes to taxes, is inevitable in the year ahead. So then while the usual inflation adjustments to tax brackets, deductions, and contribution limits appear relatively
relatively stable for 2024, the fact is that the political gridlock and the upcoming general elections could cause some uncertainties when it comes to tax refunds as far as the federal tax filing process is concerned. And while no major tax legislation is expected to pass ahead of the current election cycle, it's nevertheless crucial to remember that certain tax laws are scheduled to sunset, potentially leading to higher tax rates for many families in the near future. That's why the key takeaway here is that even though 2024 might not bring any new tax changes, it's still prudent to be proactive about potential changes coming down the pike. And so by understanding and planning for these changes now, you can better position yourself to make the most of your current and future tax environment, which will ultimately take you one step closer to becoming the master of your own financial independence journey. Well, that's it for now. Thank you for taking the time to listen to the FiMastery podcast. To learn more about today's topic, you can visit the episodes page at FiMastery.com. And if you can find one person in your life who would find today's message helpful in getting their financial house in order, please share this episode with them. But until next time, I'm Peter Donisanu, wishing you and yours abundant health and prosperity. The Five Mastery Podcast is brought to you by Franklin Madison Advisors, Inc. Franklin Madison Advisors is a registered investment advisor firm with its registration and principal place of business in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Registration of an investment advisor does not imply a certain level of skill or training. This commentary and forecast will limit the dissemination of general information pertaining to Franklin Madison Advisors investment advisory services and general economic and market conditions and are subject to change without notice. The information shared today is not intended to be personal, legal, investment, or tax advice or a solicitation to buy or sell any security or engage in a particular investment strategy. For additional information about Franklin Madison Advisors, including fees and services, please contact Franklin Madison Advisors or refer to the Investment Advisor Public Disclosures.